Here in John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus makes a statement. Now, there are some statements that are debatable, like which is better, chocolate or vanilla ice cream? Well, you can make an argument for one or the other, or you can just get one scoop of both, and that works out all right. There are those statements that there's just really not much room for discussion, like with when my mom would tell me to brush my teeth. Well, I would give all kinds of excuses for why that didn't need to be done. You know, I brushed my teeth last night. Why do I have to do it again tonight? And that conversation would go on, but it always ended with the same thing. I brushed my teeth just the way it was going to be. There are some statements that are like that. And there are some statements that it's just the way it is. I can remember when my dad told me I couldn't ride my bike. And I was really upset. I said, no, Dad, I haven't done anything wrong. I don't know of anything that I should be punished more for today, maybe this week, but not today. I, I don't know of anything that I did. I, I, I've ridden my bike before. I don't understand. Why can I not ride my bike? And my dad told me, you can't ride your bike because your bicycle's broken. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. There's something that's just the way it is. But when Jesus makes... Any statement, we should listen to it. Obviously, anything the Lord says, we need to take to heart. But in this particular statement, there's something we need to deal with here. You can't walk away from this statement. You can deny it. You can rebel against it. You can ignore it. But it doesn't change the reality of what Jesus says. Here's what he says in John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. When there is only one way, it's a really good idea to know that way. Watch the definite article in this verse. Like most people who grew up speaking English, I was amazed at how hard English class was. I had no idea how many things I didn't know about what I said or the way that I said it or how wrong it was. For example, that last sentence didn't have a verb or was it an object? I always get those confused. That could go on all morning, by the way. If you're keeping record of all my grammatical errors, you're going to need a really big piece of paper today. But grammar is important. And it is crucial in this verse especially. Jesus is very specific about the words that he chooses. When he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, this teaching occurs toward the end of Jesus' ministry. We've been looking through uh, this passage of John chapter 13, verse 14. You'll remember that this is just a few hours before Jesus is going to be arrested and then will be tried and then will be taken to the cross. And he's been explaining that to his disciples. But now it's, it's getting to the, the final moments that he has with them. And so the words that he speaks are the things that he wants them to remember. It's getting to the heart of the matter, and this statement certainly is that. Notice the definite article. Jesus does not claim to be a way, a truth, or a life. He says, I am the 
way. The truth and the life. He's not just a guide showing people the way. He is the way. He's not just one truth among many. He is the truth. He's not just one possibility for life. He is the life. Now, yes, Jesus is saying exactly what it sounds like He's saying. He is saying there is no other option. Now, you might argue, no, wait a minute, Vaughn. You're being very restrictive with that. After all, there are millions of people in the world who don't follow Jesus. And a lot of them are really nice, sincere people. They do all kinds of good things in the world. You mean to say they're wrong? Well, first of all, it's not me that's saying it. I'm just telling you what Jesus said. And yes, Jesus is being very restrictive with what He is saying. He is not leaving any gray area. There's no room for interpretation here. You can choose to disagree. You can choose to ignore it. You can choose to reject it. But you need to realize you're not rejecting me. You're not rejecting National Heights Baptist Church. You're not rejecting Christianity. If you reject what Jesus says here, you are rejecting Jesus. Most people, even people of other religions, even people who have no faith at all, they will say, and and be very truthful in what they're saying, that that Jesus was a good person, that He was a, a good teacher, a person even that should be emulated in life. In fact, there are a few that, that wouldn't agree. There are a few that might argue that point, but they would be far in the minority. Most people think Jesus was a very good, great man. And most people would say that a good, great man doesn't lie. He doesn't mislead people. But here's the thing. If you don't accept that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, you're arguing that Jesus is a liar who sought to mislead the people closest to him in the final moments of his life. Or worse, he was some kind of braggart who thought more of himself than of anybody else, who was willing to lead his followers even to die for something that he knew wasn't true. It's what C.S. Lewis and others have called the Lord, liar, or lunatic problem. Either Jesus was a horrific liar misleading all of his followers, Or he was insane, completely out of touch with reality. Or Jesus was who he said he was. The way, the truth, and the life. Based on this passage, based on what Jesus said, there's not another option. Now that we know how significant this statement is, let's take a closer look at what exactly it is that Jesus said. Again, here's the statement where Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. First of all, Jesus claims to be the way. And certainly the New Testament church accepted 
what Jesus had said as valid and true. In Acts chapter 4, verse 12, Acts being the book that records the teachings of the early church, verse 12 in chapter 4 says, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. In fact, an, an early name for the followers of Jesus was the way. They accepted and they taught, even at the risk of their life, that Jesus alone was the way to salvation. Very clearly, they took Jesus at His word when they said no one comes to the Father except through Him. They believed that Jesus alone was the way, the way to salvation. Jesus also makes a claim to be the truth. Now, he's making some very bold statements here, and this statement is the foundation. He's saying that everything that he does, everything that he says is completely reliable. Every promise he has made, he will keep. Every statement he has made is absolutely without any mixture of falsehood. You can take him at his word. He is the truth. And Jesus says He is the life. He is the author of life, the center of life, the creator of life, the source of life, the sustainer of life. And this life is more than just existence. Jesus is the only life worth having. One theologian of the 14th century said, Without the way, there is no going. Without the truth, there is no knowing. Without the life, there is no living. There are things that are optional in life. Some of them are pretty significant decisions. Decisions about a career. You know, do I go to trade school? Do I go to college? Do I become a plumber? Do I become a doctor? Those are important decisions, but there's options. There are some decisions that are not so significant. Do I put down blue or green carpets? Paper or plastic at the checkout stand of the grocery store? Do I drink Coke or drink, I drink Pepsi? Well, those are decisions, and there are options, but they're not really all that significant. And then there are some decisions that are literally life and death, like to breathe or not to breathe. You can make that decision. You could choose not to breathe, but you cannot choose not to breathe and to live at the same time. There's no option. If you don't breathe, you don't live. Jesus wants us to understand the reality here. Without Him, there is no way Without Him, there is no truth. Without Him, there is no life. We can try to convince ourselves otherwise. We can try to move this decision to one of those other realms of decisions. We can say, well, well, this is a, a significant decision, but it's kind of like what career I choose or, or who I marry. You know, I mean, that's important, but there's some options out there. They're all good. No, that's not what Jesus said. We could even pretend that this is one of those decisions that doesn't really matter. You know, a Coke-Pepsi decision. Well, you know, I choose one or the other, but it doesn't really matter. As long as I'm sincere in what I believe, it'll be okay. 
But that doesn't change what Jesus said. When He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Me. That means this morning you've got a decision to make. Right here and right now. Now remember, you're not deciding if you think what I'm saying is valid or not. This is the decision about whether you think what Jesus said is valid or not. And so I, I, I encourage you this morning, right here, right now, take a look at what Jesus said. And either you believe what he said, or you believe he was a liar. Don't walk away from this. Or if you do, at least realize what it is you're walking away from. This morning I encourage you, I plead with you, to take a look at what Jesus said. Most of us here have done that sometime in our life. We've taken a look at what Jesus said and, and we've come away saying this is absolutely true. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. There is no other option for me. We recognized our lostness without the Savior and we accepted Christ as our Lord. We turned away from our sin. We received Him into our life. We accepted what He said as true. For you, I would encourage you to do the same thing. To take a look at what Jesus said. A few weeks back, we, we talked about making the step from believing in Jesus to believing Jesus. And this is another opportunity to do that. Across this room, I'm sure many of us would say we believe in Jesus. And now we need to go from this place today believing Jesus. Here's the thing. If you believe what Jesus says is true, if you believe this statement is without error, that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you believe that to be true, then there is nothing more important than sharing what he said with somebody else. Because see, we don't see it that way. Or at least we don't want to think about it that way. When we're talking to our friends, when we're with our coworkers, when we're there at school, when we're in our neighborhood, and we recognize there's some people that, that we are in their company and they don't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And in the back of our mind, we would never say this, but, but we're, we're acting as if there's maybe some other option for them. There's maybe some other way that they're going to be okay. Or maybe we're just not thinking about it at all. We're just not even willing to consider the possibility. We're just kind of going through life, just moving along, and not realizing if this person does not know Christ, they don't know the way, the truth, and the life. If this person does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, then they have no 
way to the Father. We've got to see that. We've got to recognize the urgency of telling people about Jesus. Because there is no other way. There's not another option. There is no other remedy except the one who says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. God, remind us of how significant your word is. Remind us that there is no other option because that's what you have said. God, if there is anyone here this morning that does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior today, we would pray this reality would be very real to them right here and right now. That they would turn their life to Jesus. Because there is no other way. And God, for those of us who already know you, remind us of the urgency of sharing this message with our world. There's not another option. There is not another possibility. If we don't share Christ with them, they are lost and without hope. Help us to see that, Lord, and help us to live that. In everything we do, help us to point people to the way, the truth, and the life. Help us, Heavenly Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.